0: So we are at the two dots, um, almost the middle of the page on Dav Gimbal Gimel Aleph. what did they put out? And when he was choosing, basically he would pick a number, and he would choose um, and, and work his way around, and whatever it landed on, that's who would get the position. Achas either one finger or two fingers. So the gemar says, Hash Teshteim Motziyan, me boy you can put out two, why would you put out one? You get more chances to win, okay? So what's that, of course, so what is the question? So I'm Rav Chizda, the difference is, um, a person who's healthy, a person who's a little bit weak, Uh, as you age or whatever, there's, it gets harder sometimes to separate your fingers and hold back the rest, so whatever, you're putting up two, even though you're trying to put up one. okay, the price says, <laughs> says that you can only put out one finger, you're not allowed to put out two fingers. That's only by a bari who's not allowed to put out two fingers. A person who's hard for him to put out just one finger, he can put out two. And the single singular people, which Rashi explains, are people who are sickly. He put out two fingers, because it's hard for them to put out both, to put out only one. It's hard for them to pull down the other fingers when they're, when they're pulling out the one. And they only counts, even though they're putting out two fingers, they're only counting one. So, is that true, that they're only counting one, Frank the Gemara? they don 't put up the third finger, nor do they put out the thumb okay and because of the uh, tricksters who are trying to like win the, win the lottery illegally, so shlish, and if they do they 'll still count, but godel if they put out the thumb then they 're pushed out. And not only are they pushed out, um, they, he will hit them with the Nami, And we're counting. What does it mean that they're counting if, in, if he puts out the third finger? That means they're counting all three as one. What is it that he's getting hit with? What is a Madra, It's a madra my madra, okay. Well, what's that? Sama mitarka the It's a uh, it's the the uh, the Arab horse drivers. It's a little whip that they use to um, to hit the back of the the horse to get it to move. So that's what that is. It's uh, split leather at the end, so it like stings in the back of the o- of the horse, gets the horse to move. Originally, I used to think. It says, Bembiboy was in charge of the. Bikiyah. I thought that it was on the wick. He was the wick man. From the worn out pants of the Ka'anim and their belts. That's where they tore into strips. And that's what they used for to make wicks. Now that I heard this so what does it mean? he was the whipping man. He was, he was the person in charge of whipping. Okay, brings us to the next thing. shavin. There were two kahanim that were equal. and they were running up the ramp. Rabbis bring down a little bit of a different story, okay? There are two Ka'anim, Sha'ayu, Shnei, and Sham, they were both equal. and Ve'ola, and Ve'kevesh running up the ramp. Kada One of them took a lead. So, the other one, not wanting the other one to win, al Sakin, he grabbed his knife, and just stabbed the other coin in the heart. Well, that stopped the race, okay? <laughs> he really wanted to win. He really wanted to win. So Rabbi Tzadok stood up on, Ha'ulam on the steps of the Ulam. And he spoke and he said, My brothers, the house of Israel. Shimu, Listen. The pasuk says, When you find a dead body in the ground, The elders and the judges go out. Who needs to bring their glarufa here? Aloir, is it the city of Yushalayim? <laughs> Ala Azaros, or is it the Kaanim, the family of the Kaanim who live are in the Beis Amikdosh? Go, Kolob When the people heard this, they were crying. Ba'av Vishantinok, came along the father of the, of the young child who was, you call him a Tinok, but he was young, who was, was being stabbed, who was just stabbed. Afapar, he saw that he was still alive, he didn't die yet. Amar, Harayu Kaparazchim, he should be at an atonement. V'adayim b'nim The knife is not Tame yet. Baruch Hashem. So we can spare the knife from becoming Tame. Just quickly pull it out. L'lamdecha, which teaches us, Shekosha alem, Tyre kalim kelem, Yosem and Shvichas of kalim, that was a big deal. Shvichas damim, not so much. Okay. Murder, no, no. Okay. V'chein omer, that's what, and a very disturbing story begin spilled a lot of innocent blood Adishamilis Pelepeh, till the entire Jerusalem was filled mouth to mouth anyway question is that's another story we have the one story where our missioner brings down where he was pushed off and broke a leg and another one where he was stabbed to death okay so I must which story came first if the murder story happened first, they didn't um, uh, declare. Uh, didn't do uh, on that basis. They didn't say maybe we should try another system of lottery on Ragl on a broken leg. They would make that. They would. They. Oh, that's kind of uh, much smaller of a deal. Ella must be that the broken leg was first. Given the paisa. Uh, once they establish that, that it's already by lottery, with the whole race. So, rather, this is what happened. The murder story happened first. But, they originally felt, it's such a crazy story that, uh, that a colon's going to pull a knife and stab the other one. He must have been out of his, you know, whatever. It's, it, there was some, he was emotionally disturbed. See, it doesn't make sense, such a story. Okay? And therefore, there's no reason to make a takana on such a crazy occurrence. Kiev <speaking> and the chazod, um, once they saw um, um, that it's coming to danger even without a knife, you know, which is something which is already a more commonplace type of thing. Oh, he just pushed him and he fell. It wasn't intentional to, to really knock him off the, the ramp. So then, it's already takino upon the paisa. So that's when the rabbis established. Okay, we better switch it to a lottery. Now we're mentioning the uh, speech of Rabbi Tzedek. So, Amr Rabbi Tzedek al Ma'elus <laughs> U'ulam va'amar Achinu Listen to me. I re'omer ki motzeh chol ba'dama. Anan Amilavi al al hazaros. Who brings it? Is it the city of or Is it Tazarus? This doesn't make sense. Yisraelim ba'setzuyah eklarufayi. <laughs> Yerushalayim can't bring an eglarufa, and here's why. But Tanya, the price says from There are ten things stated about Jerusalem. Vizuach's man, and this is one of them. Ena mevia eglarufa never brings an eglarufa. The idea being, Rashi explains, pasuk says and it says in, 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 in lirista in the where where you live okay, in your inheritance, and uh, it's going according to the opinion that Yerushalayim was not divided by the tribes. Oh no miko, that's only if you don't know who killed him. Here we we have the perpetrator in front of us. So it's not a this doesn't, this doesn't apply either, right? we do know who it is. It's just he doesn't it's just he knows it's not an rufa situation, but he's doing it that people should um, recognise how how terrible the story is that they should mourn and be more, and get them emotionally, touch them in an emotional way. Anyway, the father, there's continuing in the story, the other part of the disturbing part of the story, father of this young child came and found him, you know, still alive. Okay. That was what the conclusion was, that Tuma and Tyra was on a higher degree than, than murder. Now, the question is, Shaila is <laughs> like this, Shriichis Damim Hu Was it that uh, murder was minor in, in people's eyes at the time, and <laughs> but the purity was normal. That was the normal reaction as far as Tuma and Tyra were. Damim <laughs> was normal. But tars was so high and so elevated and so exalted. That's the suffix. In other words, when we are measuring uh, relative values, so you don't know which one was, was it that Shvich was extra low and this is normal, or was the Shvich Zidam was normal and this is extra high. Two ways of looking at it. So tashma kaminir Proof the fact that they brought that example that Menasha um, killed, spilled a lot of innocent blood it wasn't like there was an extra special care about Tom and Tyre. that was normal that was the standard same standard as always the difference was is that murder became commonplace and it was like no big deal people were hardened from it and that's the difference Okay. Um, and that's why Rabbi Tzadok had to get people to, uh, uh, to to get emotionally involved. Okay. So, moving on to the um, other components of the Truma Adeshan. So, Tarabbanam, the Rabbi lavash Vilavash, He um, would take off his clothes and put on other clothes. Okay. So, what is going on over here? Then he did the Otsas Adeshen. It's very important to understand that trumah adeshen and hotzas adeshen are not the same thing. Trumah adeshen is where they take a specifically small, a small amount of ashes, they take it off the mizbech and put it on the side of the mizbech. That's trumah adeshen. That was done on a daily basis, always first thing in the day. There was hotzas adeshen that was done on a more of a as-needed basis. When there was too much ash on the altar, every so often they had to clean it out and take it out. And there was a place, they removed the extra ash um, in containers, and they would empty it out, outside the base of Migdash. That was done only on as-needed basis. So that's this story. So, but for the Hatzos they wore different clothes. Now, Shamani uh yeah. Yom Kippurim. It sounds from here that you, using the same word of Lavash B'gadim or Pashat it's as a familiar ear to it, very similar to what went on by Yom Kippur. kodesh, Even though by Yom Kippur he wasn't putting on bigdechol, but he took out the regular clothes that he did service with, and then he put on different clothing. Okay, not the ones for service. So, as if you want to make it similar, maybe the clothes that he's putting on is also just regular weekday clothes for those um, now, tamalomer. That's why the pasuk says, "O es makish This is to connect the clothes that he removes, which is his regular coin clothes, to the clothes that he's putting on. To he removes, clothes, to he's putting on also kodesh clothes. What does it mean by the word achirim? they were just not as high quality. So the uh, previous clothes, garments of the, of the Quran was maybe fine linen, you know, finely spun linen, high quality linen. And this was more uh, cheaply made, okay, worn out, not as, not as high quality, okay. Um, now, Rabbi Lezer, Omer, Achirim, Ve'otzi, what does that mean? Limit al and Balim, It teaches us a different idea by the word Achirim which is that, the, that you do not need to be a ko, it's not really part of the avoda, and therefore, even a Balmong Kohen would be allowed to do this, Otsas Adashon, carrying out of the ashes. Amar Mar, we said before that it means lesser clothing. This is the famous idea that the School of Reb teaches, the, the clothes that you cook um, the pot with, Um, That's not what you serve um, the master with. And that's the idea that uh, this is messy work with the hotzazadashan. You get full of ash, it's going to get dirty. So you change your clothes into something nicer when you're actually doing the service in the Besamikdash. So that's the idea. This argument, as far as hotzazadashan, is also true, also discussed with regards to. HaRama, Trumas as well. Can a non-Kohen kon- uh, Balmum do the Trumas That's the... Uh, uh, and, and the side that says that he could do um, the Hotsos is would say also that he's able to do the Trumas For a B'yohan no, no. So it's only by the Hotsos HaDashen, but Kola Ramadira, that's for sure, Avoda. And for sure, nobody would say that a Kohen Balmum would be allowed to do it. My time at the Rish Lakish. So Rish Lakish is basically saying that even the Tshumas Hadeshen is a Machlokas, and there are those that say that the Tshumas Hadeshen may be done by Balmu. So What's the logic of Rish Lakish? Amalach, he'll tell you, <coughs> if Chumas Hadeshen is truly an Avoda, <laughs> if you look at what he's wearing for the Tshumas Hadeshen, he's not wearing all four garments. It only mentions that he has his tunic on, and he has his pants on. The belt and the hat, not mentioned anywhere. So you see, it's not really part of that vote. Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. He says, no, the Pasuk told us that there was pants and the, the shirt, the tunic, the shirt and the pants. But the other, the other two were also there. Just mention these two specifically. Why mention just these two? Like, what are we trying to say by uh, if it's all four, so then don't mention any of the garments. Why are you mentioning two out of the four? So answers, answer is, teaches us, they're each coming to teach us different things. First of all, Midobad, Mido means, Kimitaso. Every, the, the shirt that the Kohen would wear, was made to measure. It fit him perfectly. Okay? That's number one. And that's what we learned from this puzzle. And Michnesibad, like the price explains the pants are the first thing that they're wearing the first thing that touches the flesh is the pants so you see that's from this pasuk so they're teaching us two side halachos one is the, the, the measuring and the other is the order the, that the pants got to come on first and that's why it's singling these out to teach these side halachos what about Rish Lakish? Rish Lakish, I learned that memela from the fact that he uses this unusual term. But, and uh, also, uh, I don't need, he could have just said al So there's room for two drushes according to Rish Lakish, which means that it's, we're singling out these two because that's the only two garments he's wearing. So it's not really part of that vote according to him. Okay. So the Gemara is saying Name a kid tonight. Maybe this is actually this machlokis from Yatram is a machlokis tanoim. Why? What does it say? It says Al Bisaru on his flesh, Matamalomar Yilbash. What is the extra word Yilbash teaching us? Lavi mitzneves fa la roma devre Rebuhuddh. learns from here by the extra word yilbash, could have left it out. And it says Yilbash to tell you, don't think that this is the only clothes that the coin would wear when doing a trumas Adeshen. He also had the other clothes on, which is the belt and the head, and the hat. Um, uh, Rabbi Doso, Rabbi no, the Rabbas big day, Kon Gadol, B'yam the HaDyot. Rabbi says, not true, that's not what it, the, the word Yilbash is teaching us. It's teaching us a different halacha, that the clothes, the Kon Gadol, in Yom Kippur, could be worn by a Kon all year long, because it was a match of regular Kon garments. Okay. Um, I'm a Rebbe, so Rebbe said n- there's two reasons why that cannot be, Rebbe Dosa. Number one, Stichovas Bidavar. The belt was different, because the Koin Gadol and Kippur wore a belt that was pure linen. The coin had belt were wore wool and linen mixed, where they were they were the same as the coins regular belt coin regular belt all year long. That's we saw this machlokas earlier. The Odin, furthermore, how can it be that you would wear the clothes of the Kohen Gadol that he wore on Yom Kippur, a regular Kohen would wear it? So what's the word Yilbash? The Rab and Ashkakim is coming to tell you that even worn-out garments um, are still acceptable to be worn as long as it's not torn. It could be very. Threadbare, but it's still not torn. That would be uh, suitable for the trum zadesh, that's what the word yilbash is saying. Anyway, um, we'll continue with this into tomorrow's stuff, But we already see where we're going with this. It sounds like that, the, if we dash in the word yilbash uh, to include the Mitzvah and avnet, that would indicate that the Trum zadesh is the is um, part of the Avodah, because he has to wear all four garments. And if you say, that's not what Yilbash is teaching us, so then he doesn't really have all four garments, so then it would actually indicate that it's not really an avodah, like Rish Lakish says. And we'll see more about this in tomorrow's Dach. Pleasure learning with everyone. Have a wonderful day.